These are the begadim that you wear when you ask in the urim betumim. The begadim that the kain gadol wears when he's mishamish in the base of mikdash. Mishuach milchama mishamish ben. Mishuach milchama is a very interesting individual. But as Hashem, we're going to learn. We're going to know. In Yerushalayim, if we believe it, we will reach it. And over there we're going to see there's an individual called the Mishuach Muhammad. He used to stand in front of the Muhammad. He used to wear Shemayinah Begadim and give a grace of Drash at the Klai Yisrael to be Mechazik Tevin Muhammad. So the question is, this Mishuach Muhammad, when he does Havayda in the base Hamikdash, he was a Kayin. When he does Havayda in the base Hamikdash, does he do Havayda in the same Shemayinah Begadim? Or is it only something unique to when he's speaking to the Olam by Muhammad? That's the question of the Gemara. Sir Avdimi said that the Begadim, that the Kayin Gadol wears, the Mishuach Muhammad, Mishamish man, he also wears them when he does Avaida in the base Hamikdash. Shenemer or Big Day Akhaydesh, Hasherli Aaron, Yeel, Labanav, Acharav. The Big Day Akhaydesh that Aaron has should be Labanav, Acharav, Lami. Shabbat b'gedula acharav to the one that is coming b'gedula acharav, meaning to any gedula that comes after Aaron Akain, including a Mishuach Muhammad, which is a gedula. He also wears the eight begadim when he does avoda in the Beis Hamikdash. Moshe Ravada Brava, Vamila Kedi, Ravada Brava asks the Shaila. Some say Kedi asks the Shaila. Yachol Yebenai Shem Mishuach Muhammad Mishamish Tachtav. You would think the child of the Mishuach Muhammad takes over his position. Kedar Shebenai Shekain Galdim Mishamish Tachtav. Very interesting concept that the son of the Kain Gadol takes over his father's position. So you would think the <coughs> Mishrach Muhammad's son also takes over his position. He wears the Said the eight begadim for seven days, tachtav mi which is the source that the child of the kain gadol takes over the kain gadol. But the pasuk for his it has to be the kain gadol that's able to come to the ayomayir on yom kippur. He is the one that his child takes over after him. After he's nifter, his child takes over him. It has to be someone that's right to come to the Yomayad on Yom Kippur. So, is not right to come to the Yomayad on Yom Kippur. If you're telling me that Mishrach Muhammad also wears the eight begadim when he does Avaidah, why can't he do the Avaidah on Yom Kippur? He's also considered a Kayin Gadol. So, he should also be right to do the Avaidah on Yom Kippur. So, then his child should also be able to take over his position after he goes. <coughs> this is what the Pasuk means. Really, he could do Avoid Anim Kippur. But the Pasuk means like this. We're talking about somebody that's main tafkid is to be serving in the Almayed. The Meshach Muhammad's main tafkid is not his Avoid in the Almayed. His main tafkid is Meshach Muhammad. So, mainly, he's excluded from uh, the halacha that his ben takes over for him because the Iker Mishichasa is Lamalcham. But the Gemara is going now that the Mishach Muhammad Avada does Avaida. He, he, uh, he, when he does Avaida in the base of Mikdash, he, uh, he wears the Shemayin of God. That's what the Gemara is going now. The Mishrach Muhammad, when he does Avaida in the base Hamikdash, does not do Avaida with the four begadim on the like a Kain Hadit. He doesn't wear the eight begadim either, like a Kain Gadol. Now it's a fascinating thing because the Mishrach Muhammad is stuck. He can't do Avaida in the, in the, with the, the Kain Gadol or with the Kain, like the Kain Hadit. Amalei Abaya. 
Elazar Mashvisle, what are you doing to him? You're turning him to Azar. So what's the shot? Obviously, Ella Kikoyan Gadol Misham Eva. We don't want him to wear the eight begotten like Kikoyan Gadol because it's going to be Eva. We don't want it to be Eva between the Kayan, between the Kayan Gadol and the Mishuach Muhammad. And therefore, there we, we tell him not to wear the eight begotten Eva is not something that only applies by Corona. It also applies in the base of Mekdash. He's not aware eight begotten because of Eva. Kikoyan Hadjit Mishamal Makardish will I married it. He doesn't wear the eight begotten like Yechayin had it because since when he went to Melchama he wore the eight begotten so he can't wear the four begotten like Yechayin had it because he's being married by Kaidish. So Bekitzer the, the Meshuach Melchama Lamaisa can't do Avayid in the base of Mikdash. But Midairaisa he's allowed to do it. I mean Ravdim when Ravdim he said he wears eight begotten it means Midairaisa if he would do Avayidah he wears eight begotten. But Lamaisa Midairabanan because of Eva we do not allow him to go into the base of Mikdash and we are eight begotten. It's going to be a, a Eva between him and the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol is going to get upset that he's not the only guy in the place over there. So Mela, that's the reason why we do not allow him to wear the eight begotten. But Mir Kadin, he's allowed to wear the eight begotten. I have a ton over here that doesn't hold of Eva. And he holds that the the Mishnah Muhammad does not wear the eight begotten. I give him seven lines in the top. What's the difference between a Kain Gadol and a Kain Hadid? Par Kain Mashiach that he brings a par if he does an Aveya. Who par Baal Kalamitzis if Klaisal does an Aveya? The Kain Gadol is the one that brings that par. Who par Mekipurim the par of him Kippur? That's only for the Kain Gadol. That's the Minchas Chavitim that the Kain Gadol brings every day. Like Pereya, he's now let it grow his hair when he's an Avil. Like Pereim, he's now let it rip his begadim when he's an Avil. Avil Pereim Humalamata, he's allowed to rip on the bottom of his begadim. That's that's considered mutter for the Kain Gadol. Hedit melamala kain hedit rips on top. Vein metame the kravov. He's not allowed to be metame to any of his kravim. Umitsuva la besula. He's mochayiv to marry a besula. Umuzur al almana. He's not allowed to marry an almana as opposed to kain hedit who's allowed to marry an almana. Umarzes aritzeach. He brings a ritzeach back from the uh, from the ari miklat when he dies. Umakrevainan. He's allowed to be makrev when he's an ainan. Vein aichal. He's still not allowed to eat, but he's allowed to be makrev makrev achmonson if he's an ainan as opposed to regular kain. Is now do I do when he's an ainan? He also doesn't get a piece when he's an Ayinan, because now they eat it. He gets the best piece that he wants in the base of Mikdash. He's allowed to be Makiv, the one that he wants. He does Avaydah with eight Begadim. He's Potter on Thomas Mikdash Kudashav, which is a Sugi in itself. In Hayrius, Bez Hashem, we're going to learn. We are going to know Mesaches Hayrius in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh. If we believe it, Bez Hashem, we will reach there over there. It's a fascinating Indian when the Kohen Gadol is potter from Thomas Mikdash Kudashav. We'll see it over there. V'chal Avaydus Yom Kippurim Einim Cheris Alabai. All of the Avaydus on Yom Kippur are only kosher with the Kohen Gadol. These are all the halachas that the Kohen Gadol has over the Kohen Hadid. V'chul Anayagais Mimruba Begadim all these halachas apply to Amruba Begadim. Amruba Begadim is the Kohen Gadol that served in the second base of Mikdash, who wasn't Meshuach B'Shem and because we learned, Baruch Hashem, we learned it in Meseches Yuma, we had it, and Meseches Kalim, we had it, that the that Yeshua Amelach was Matzniya, he hid the Shem and So all the Kohenim Gadolim that came later were not Meshuach B'Shem and The way they became the Kohen Gadol was by wearing the eight Begadim, so they're called Meruba Be. Godim. 
So male, these Merubah Begadim, they have all, they're considered a regular Kohen Adel, Chotz Mi Par Haba except for the Par Haba which the Merubah Begadim is not allowed to bring the Par Haba It has to be only a Meshuach, he has to have Shem and a Mishcha. The Gemara learns it out of Xeris HaKasav. The Kulam, so we didn't finish the Brice yet. We're holding Ayin Gimel Amidah in the middle of the Amid. The Kulam Nagais from Meshuach Shavar. All these halachas apply to a Meshuach Shavar. Meshuach Shavar means if the Kayin Gadol got Tame and they had to bring somebody else in his stead, they bring somebody else instead, and then the he gets better. So the old, the Kayin that was removed from his post is called a Meshuach Shavar. Is that Kayin allowed to serve in the base of Mikdash when the Kayin Gadol is serving? And the answer is this, Brysa holds he is. He's allowed to come in and serve in the base of Mikdash. He has all the regular halachas that the Kayin Gadol, even though right now he's demoted from his position because the Kayin Gadol came back. He's called the Meshuach Shavar, but he's still allowed to serve in the base of Mikdash, except he doesn't bring the Parim Kippur. That has to be only the active Kayin Gadol. And he doesn't bring the Asir Seifa. That's also only the active Kayin Gadol. So what do you see from this Brysa? This Brysa does not hold of Eva. Because this Brysa is not afraid if the demoted Kayin Gadol is going to walk in and start doing Avoida, there's going to be Eva. If he's coming in with the Shemayin Abogadim, there's going to be two Chavra with Shemayin Abogadim. So you, so you see from here that there's no Cheshash of Eva. And we're still in the middle of Brysa. What does the Brysa say? The Kulam the Mishuach Muhammad does not have any of the dinim that are listed in this Brisa. The only thing that the Mishuach Muhammad has in, in, is similar to the Kayin Gadol is the five things that are listed in the Brisa. Like Pere, he doesn't cross here. For like Parim, he doesn't rip his begotten when he's in Avel. For like Betamah the Kravim, he can't Betamah to his Kravim. Umitzuv al-Basul, he has to marry Basula. Umitzuv al-Amana, he's Muzer, he's not a man al-Amana. Umitzuv al-Saritzeach, Kediv al Yehuda. He brings Brings a ritzach back like Rabbi Yehuda's. Rabbi Yehuda holds that a Meshuach Muhammad brings a ritzach back if he dies. And if a Meshuach Muhammad has the ability to bring a ritzach back or not, is it only the main kain or is it even the Meshuach Muhammad? But what do you see from this brisa? This long brisa taught us a bunch of nice halachas. But the main thing we want from this brisa is to see that the Meshuach Muhammad is not allowed to serve in the base of Mikdash, even though this brisa does not hold of Eva. This brisa holds that a, a Meshuach Shavar, a Meshuach that got demoted, is allowed to serve in the base of Mikdash. So why can't a Meshuach Muhammad serve in the base of Mikdash? If there's no Eva, there's no Eva. There's no Eva when it's someone that's his equal, meaning when the Meshuach Shavar comes in. There was a time when that Meshuach was the Kangala. When the Kangala was Tameh, this guy took over for half a long time, a week, whatever it was, he took over. So that's not Eva. He bats him, but really, he's the same Chashiv as the Kangala because he bats him could also do it. But with the Zuter but the Meshuach Muhammad, he's not on the same level as the Kohen Gadol. He's a lower level. So if he's going to come in and do Avaida, there's going to be serious Eva. So that's the Pshat in the Bible. So really, the Meshuach Muhammad is allowed to do Avaida with a Pegad Meikradin. But because of Eva, we do not allow him. Even though this Brisa does not hold of Eva, but this Brisa only doesn't hold of Eva regarding a Kayan that once served in the base of Mikdash, but a Kayan, a Meshach Muhammad, who never served, who really is a lower level than the Kayan Gadol, there, there is a Cheshash of Eva. Why should it be Eva? Oh, Reb Ruben, that's a Kayan. 
But unfortunately, like we said before, we're all wooden boxes and there's still a chishash of Eva. We should talk about Zaycha, that we should never be in such a position that we should have Eva. We should be, it's a wonderful dog, Ruben. When you become the Kangalo, don't forget what you said. Yasiv, Rav Avo. Yasiv, we're all remind you. Yasiv, Rav Avo. She also, same thing, he also. Yasiv, Rav Avo. Gabavo said over this memra of uh, Ravdimi that a Mishrach Muhamma can do Avaid in the base of Mikdash in the in in Shmaina Bagadim. And he said it, Mishmeri Dabyaikhan. He said it over as if Rabbi Yaikhan said it. Ahadrina Ravami Ravasi La Payu. Ravami Ravasi turned away their face to demonstrate that they're not masking the Rabbi Yaikhan. So Rabbi Yaikhan never said this memra. Ravdimi said it, but Rabbi Yaikhan never said it. He could the army of Chibur Abba Amra, of Chibur Abba said it, said over this memory, the Adrun of Amber Vasi Lapayo, and of Amber Vasi turned their face to demonstrate that Biechana never said it. Fetting my mask of our Papa Bishlam Rabbavo, Mishum Yakara de Bekesa. Rabbavo, the reason why they didn't want to tell him straight that Abiechana never said it is because Rabbavo was a chash of a person in the king's palace. So Melal's covered Amalchus, they didn't want to tell Rabbavo straight to his face that he's making a mistake. So they turned their face away from him to demonstrate that he's making a mistake. Allah Why do you say it straight? Why do you have to turn your face? That's the most problem with the story. But if it was a Bavo, it makes a lot of sense. A Bavo was a chash of a person in the base Kesar and a male. That's why they didn't want to tell him straight that he made a mistake. Therefore, they told him they turned their face to demonstrate that they're not masking him to what he said. Ravin came and disagreed with Ravdimi. Ravdimi and Ravin were constantly traveling back and forth. So when Ravdimi came, he said that the Meshuach can do Avaida in the base Hamikdash. Ravin said, no, no, no. The Meshuach cannot do Avaida in the base Hamikdash. But the Meshuach can be can answer for the Urim Atumim. He can be a representative for the Urim Atumim. And when he does, when he's Nishal, when you ask a question from the Urim Atumim from the uh, from the Mishrach Muhammad, then he wears the eight Begadim. And the Gemara says like this. Tanaban and Ketzad, I skipped the line. When he's Nishal Burim Atumim, he wears the Shemayna Begadim. And then the Gemara explains how the Urimatum works. A fascinating thing. Talk about it. Kate to Charlem. How do you ask a Shaila from the Urimatum? Hashayel pun of clapping Nishal. The Shayel, one second, we just look. Zot Gemara. So what? So Kate to Charlem. How do you ask the Urimatum? Hashayel pun of clapping Nishal. He faces the Nishal, who's the Kangado. The Anishal. Pun of Klapeshchina. The Nishal's face is towards the Shchina, which Rashi explains means he faces the Urim betumim, he faces the chayshin. Hashayel Oimer, the shayel asks, Eredif Achri Agudud Azeh, which is a story. Bez Hashem, we are going to learn four minutes a day. Sefer Shmuel, in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh. And we're going to see this story that he asked, Shai Chesh, this Gedud, Vehanishal Oimer, Koyamar Hashem, Alei Vahatzach. The Nishal responds, the Rabbi Nishalim said, Be Oila, and you'll be Matzliach. Rabbi Huda Oimer, Ain Sarach Lame Koyamar Hashem. You don't have to say Koyamar Hashem, Ela, Alei Vahatzach. Just tell him Alei Vahatzach, because everybody knows it's Hashem. So you don't have to say Koyamar Hashem, you just say Alei Vahatzach. Ain't Shalom Mikhail, you don't ask the question in a loud voice. Shinema Vishaloi, you speak 
directly to him, no one else should hear. But for Mahar you also don't think about it in your heart. you have to talk it out. For those that learn Sefer Shmuel, it's a Pasik in Sefer Shmuel. And for those that didn't learn Sefer Shmuel, it's also a Pasik in Sefer Shmuel. Chana spoke on her heart, meaning she spoke quietly, like Bishmanasra. So Mel, that's the way the Shail used to ask the Shaila in a way that to add, to uh, to ask quietly, meaning he's, she still speak, he still speaks it out, but he asks it quietly. You don't ask two questions at once. Ayn Gimel Medal, three lines down from the from the bottom. Vimshal, if you ask, they do not they do not answer. Ella echad only one of the questions. If you ask two questions, they're only going to answer one of them. They're only going to answer the first question that you asked because the first question is the one you answer first. Are the people of Keila going to give me over in the hands of Shaul? Is Shaul going to come? So he really asked two questions. First of all, are they going to hand him over? And second of all, is Shaul going to come? And the Benishlam responded only on one of the questions that Shaul will come. You answer the first question. David Melech asked first if the people of Keilah are going to give him over. So why did they respond? Why did the Rabbi Nishlam respond that Shaul will be Yairid? David asked not with the proper Seder. First he asked, will the Balakila give him over? And then he asked, will Shaul come? Really you should ask, will Shaul come? And then ask if the Balakila will give him over. So because he asked Shaul like a Seder, they responded in the order. Since he knew he asked Shaul like a Seder, he asked again, are the people of Keilah going to give me over in the hands of Shaul? Your Shalom said they will give him over. I have a kashif for What do you mean? You can't ask what the Balakila are going to do. The Balakila have Bechira. They have a choice. They could decide if they're going to give him over or not. How do you have the right to say, Hayaskiru, Balakila, Balakila are in control of their actions. The Rebbe does not dictate what you're going to do. And the answer is, you're right. You have Bechira. But you only have Bechira for yourself. You do not have Bechira to hurt somebody else. So over here the question was, are the Balakila going to be able to give over to give over David, it's not up to them to give over David. It's up to them to decide if they want to give over David. But are they going to give over David is not something that's biyadam. And the male David Melech asked to him, are they going to give him over? And the Banish responded, Hashem, Yaskiru, the Banish responded, yes, they will give him over. So again, you're not allowed to ask two questions at once, but here he asked one question, then he asked again the second question that you could ask. You just don't ask two questions at a time. Let's say it was important that you have to answer two questions right away. Then they will answer you, two, the British will answer you with two answers. If it's necessary, if it's a pressing situation, the British will answer both questions at once. So he asked, should he, ch- I, I skipped the line. Should I chase the Gedud? Will I win the battle? So he asked two questions. Should he chase? Will he win? So you chase and you will be to save the Klai. So save the people that were attacked by the Gedud. 
So merely you see, because it was a pressing situation, he was allowed to ask two questions at once. Even though the Xerah of a Navi could be Chayzer, Xerah Urim Vetumim, Eina Chayzeris, the Xerah of Urim Vetumim will never go back, will never be Chayzer. Shenema be Mishpat Urim. It's called Mishpat Urim. Lama Nikushman Urim Vetumim. Why they called Urim Vetumim? Urim Shemirim Estivrayim. They light up their words. They explain their words very clearly. They say clearly what they want. Tumim Shemashlimim Estivrayim. They fear ice. What they say, meaning the Urim Vetumim, whatever they say, is etched in stone, which is a fascinating thing. That means Urim Vetumim has something to do with the concept of Yediyah of the Rebbeinu Shalom. It's not up to Bechira anymore. Once the Urim Vetumim says something, that means the Rebbeinu Shalom revealed what's going on in his Yediyah, so to speak, and then no one can change it, even though generally have a rule that Shuvah can always change. Urim Vetumim is the exception to the rule, and Amela, the Urim Vetumim, will never back off of something that it says. We learn, say for Shaftim, we know this story. told to go fight, and the said they lost the battle. So the told them to go, and the the didn't fear us what they said to do. They never asked if they're going to win or if they're going to get conquered. So male, that's the reason why they were they were conquered because they didn't ask. The second time when they asked the Urim if they're going to win, then the Urim told them that they're going to win. Pinchas ben Elazar was standing in front of the Urim He was the Kayan in those days. I'll continue my battle with with um, Binyamin. Go, I will give them over in your hands. So you see that the second time when they asked if they're going to win, that's when they talk a one. What's the big deal? Let's say they didn't ask if they win. Why is it so terrible? They lost the battle because they didn't ask if they're going to win. Why is it so terrible? So they didn't ask. What's the big deal? The answer is, if you're asking if you should go, you want to know what the right thing to do is. If you're asking if you're going to win, that means you really don't know if you're going to win or not, and you have to ask your Rebbeinu Shalom if you're going to win. In, the, in that story over there, Klai Yisrael greatly outnumbered the Bnei Binyamin. So they didn't think that they had to ask if they're going to win or not, because they know they're going to win. They just have to ask if it's the right thing or not. So now they just asked if it's the right thing, but they never asked if they're going to win. The Rebbeinu Shalom said, ah, you think you're going to win because you think you're going to win, and no, you're not going to win. And they lost the battle. The second time, when they asked if they're going to win, so now that's a whole different thing. They realize that Hatzlacha is not dependent on Ishtadlus. Hatzlacha is only dependent on their Banishlam. So then they asked if they're going to win, and then Taka, they won the battle. That's the reason why you ask if you're going to win, because if you're holding by asking, then you ask, are you going to win the battle or not? So because it was a Tzarech. Like we said before, when there's a tzayrech, to ask two questions, you can ask two questions. When there's a Shashatchak, you could ask two questions. Or you could ask one after the other. But yeah. Kate said, Nas says, how did the Urim Vitumim uh, demonstrate, how did the Urim Vitumim answer the question? Rabbi Yechon Amar Baltus. Rabbi Yechon says, the letters of the Shvatim on the, on the stones used to stick out, used to light up, and that's the way they used to, uh, light, st- not, right, God says, it doesn't say light up, it says stick out. So it means they used to stick out the letters, that's the way they used to answer. And, and the Kohen Gadol had to unscramble it. It wasn't, didn't say clearly what it was. He had to be able to unscramble it. No, it unscrambled itself. It said clearly the right way that it's supposed to go. It moved and letters moved around to show the right way it's supposed to go. 
It doesn't say tzadi in the um, the shvatim. There's no ice tzadi in the shvatim. It's actually interesting because the chasidim say tzadik. You see, the Gemara did not say tzadik. The Gemara says tzadi. There's a big discussion in the Arizal why it's called tzadi, why it's called tzadik. But in this Gemara, you see many times in Shas, it's called tzadi. It's not called tzadik. But anyway, the Gemara says it doesn't say tzadi in the Okay, this is a question if you want a person's in Amaretz. Does it say Avram Yitzchak Yaakov on the Cheshen? And the answer is it does, because the, in order that they should have a Tzadi, besides for the names of the Shvatim, it also said Avram Yitzchak Yaakov on the Cheshen. Vaholik Siv Tes, but it doesn't say Tes, not in Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, and not in the names of the Shvatim. It also says Shifte Yeshurun, so it says a test, and it all the letters are in the Chayshen. By any kind that doesn't speak and doesn't have Shechina, you're not allowed to be Shaya with him. He needs Ruach HaKadosh. Share Shal Tzadik, asked a question in the Urim Matumim, and he was not responded to. Then Avyasar was, the, 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 Avyasar was asked a question, and, by, and it wasn't, and over here, Avyasar was not. Not responded to. So Kalam. So you see that one Kayin Gadol did it, and one Kayin Gadol, one Kayin Gadol was Zeicha, and one Kayin Gadol was not Zeicha. So the Chayy, you see, you need Ruach Hakodesh. That's what the Brisa says. Now, if you're telling me that the Aisyas stick out, so what do you need? What do you need Grace Ruach Hakodesh for? The Chayy, the Aisyas stick out. Any any fool, the Chayy could be able to figure it out. You don't need Ruach Hakodesh. Zatigmar, so you have a Messiah Bahadayu. The Ruach Hakodesh helped the Kayin Gadol make the right choice. So meaning make 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 the ISIS stick out. Meaning the, the ISIS didn't stand stick out. The ISIS stuck out because the Kayangadl Ruach Kaidish. So together with the Ruach Kaidish of the Kayangadl, the ISIS stuck out. So therefore you, you need Ruach Kaidish also to help out in order that the words, the letters, should stick out properly. Only a king is allowed to ask. How do you know only a king or a Meshach Mucha and Meshach Muhammad? How do you know all these people? In front of Allah, he should stand. He should ask the Mishpat Urim, who is the Melech? Who is referring to the Melech? The Pasuk says, who leads Klaus on the Muhammad? Sanhedrin's called the Ada, and that's how you know that only these people. People are allowed to ask the Rimatum. You cannot just go to the Rimatum and ask if Apple will go up or will go down. You're not allowed to ask the Rimatum that. It has to be something that's a Tzayrich for Klai Yisrael. We should be Zaycha to finish and to know many, many more Prakib. Bavli, Yerushalmi, Tesefta, Sifra, Sifri, in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh. Zaktehilagim, Mishnayim, Akipurim, Asr, Bachila, Ubishtia, you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to drink. Uberchitza wash, ubisicha and shmir, ubinilas a sandal shoes, ubitashamita, tashmish, a melach, ve akala yerchatsu as panam, a melach and a kala are allowed to wash their face. We'll see in the Gemara why a melach has to look nice and a kala has to look nice, but a regular person does not have to look nice. He washes his face for a different reason. Ve achaya, tinalas a sandal and a woman. That gave birth is allowed to wear shoes because she, it's uh, they, it's cold. The floor is cold, and therefore we want them. We want her to wear shoes. The Rebbe it's dangerous.
She's not to wear shoes. A person eats the shear of a kiseves hagasa, which is the amount of a, uh, a, a, big, a large date. We'll see in the Gemara. Kamaya uchegari nasa, the amount of the date and the pit inside the date. Someone that drinks the amount, a cheeks full of liquid. Chayev, that's considered the shear of eating on your kippur. So we don't usually we say the shear is a kazayas, the shear is a revias, or in, in certain halachas. But here, there's a special halacha, we'll see later why it's like that. But Yom Kippur has its own dinim. And therefore, Yom Kippur, the shear is a keseves, and the shear is malay logmav. All food are all mitzorif for a kaiseves, meaning if you eat all different kinds of foods, uh, the shear of a kaiseves, all liquids are mitzorif for malay lugmav. But a person that eats and drinks, it is not. Mitzorif, tzirif has to be only if it's the same kind of item like food, but if it's two different items, there's no tzirif. One of the most interesting halachis in Shas, the concept of chatsi shear, that there is a din that you're not allowed to eat less than a shear. Okay, that's very good according to a sheet that holds that this is a deraisa to eat a chatsi shear. Is mutter. So what are you going to say? The itmar. We learned chatsi shir. Rabbi Yechon Amar Aser Minatayra. Rabbi Yechon says chatsi shir is in a sederaisa. Reish Lakish Amar Mutter Minatayra. Reish Lakish says chatsi shir is mutter. Hani Chaler Rabbi Yechon. Ela Reish Lakish Ma'ikal Meimer. According to Reish Lakish, you're allowed to eat chatsi shir. So according to Reish Lakish. Why should, the, why should the Mishnah say Aser? The Mishnah doesn't mean the regular Aser. The Mishnah obviously means Chatsi Shir, because we also would say Chayiv Kars. So, what's the Pshat in the Lashon of Aser? Now, really, there's different kind of Isurim, like we'll see. There's, some, there's Isurim that are called Aser Chafza, meaning eating a Chatsi Kezayis of Chazer is an Aser Chafza. So that you really could hear more that there should be an Iser Chatsi Shir. On Yom Kippur, it's not an Iser Chafza. It's an Iser Gavir. What you're eating is perfectly innocuous, but you're eating on Yom Kippur, which is an Iser to eat. And still the Gemara assumes that there should be an Iser of Chatsi Shir. So when you learn the Suga of Chatsi Shir Bi'iyan, with your Chavrusa in the afternoon, when you learn the Suga in the afternoon, Chatsi Shir, you're going to think about this Shaila, and you're going to want to know if Chatsi Shir applies to something that is an Iser Gavra, or only something that is an Iser Chafza. In this Gemara, you see L'chayr clearly that even an Iser Gavra would have the concept of Chatzishir. We're going to see and find out what the Yisoyed of Chatzishir is. Why does the Mishnah say that there is an of a and a that's why it says because the to eat a